Welcome to another episode of Bettering Your Life, brought to you by a series of self-improvement. Today's episode, the topic of discussion will be the importance of a positive mindset. To me, this topic was going to be a no-brainer at some point when I started this podcast, given the events that have been going on in the past couple of years. Uh, a positive mindset has played an important role in my life and being able to stay upbeat and accepting the events that are going on in the world. I think this is a really difficult skill to master especially because it's not something that you can physically practice. It's all in your mental mindset. And, um, you know, anything to do with the brain is very hard to control. It takes a lot of self-discipline and just long-term habits and, you know, to stay on top of things. And I think it's especially difficult, especially because it uh, is directly cohesive with who you surround yourself with. And it's very apparent that there's two different types of people, ones who maintain a positive outlook on life and those who let external events affect them negatively. And sometimes you can't avoid those people. And so it becomes very straining to, you know, maintain your practice when you're forced to be around this kind of energy. And so it takes very strong will to to stay in your own zone and maintain your own path. But I'll kind of cover some topics and, and advice that has helped me and to pass on you, which will hopefully help improve, um, you know, your skills in this area. Now, keep in mind, this is all personal based on my experiences. There's no facts to back this up. Everybody has their own ways to cope, but this is just things that I have found personally to work for me. I'm not telling anybody that this will work for them, but, you know, I just recommend trying, you know, different aspects out and see what works, see what doesn't work and reflect and adjust accordingly. So, to start off very broad, positive thinking, what is it? Um, just based on a quick search here, it is defined as an optimistic attitude as the practice of focusing on the good in any given situation. Um, and it's so, so important to master this because it plays a role in every single part of your life, whether you know it or not, mainly so subconsciously. Personally, I think it affects my motivation to do anything, you know, if I'm feeling down or depressed, it, it changes how I see, uh, physically see scenarios and perceive, um, you know, things in life. And so it, until you can switch that attitude, it's going to, it's going to play a huge role in your life. And in the past, to me, this meant a permanent switch, you know, how do I go from not having those lows to just always being upbeat and positive. But I've found out, you know, after trial and error that this isn't possible. That's not human nature. There's always going to be ebbs and flows of um, everything, not just positivity, but uh, good times and bad times. And so that's the number one most important thing to remember is nothing is linear. There are going to be highs, there are going to be lows. So you have to let it come and go and almost learn to let go and, and move on and, and focus and live in the moment. And to me, um, self-reflection and meditation has helped do this, you know, having a moment to just forget about everything and live in the moment and maybe even think over what scares you, bring those to light and really 
understand what scares you and how you can work past that. No feeling is permanent. And so when you're in a bad situation, just know it will pass and there will be better times. Something that I've always said is bad days make up for good ones or you know rainy days. You can't have sunny days without rainy days. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what I think actually almost makes the good days even better is because in comparison, when you finally feel better or if there's a sunny day, for example, it's going to feel so much better after you've had a rainy one. You know, if everything was linear and and always the same, it would get boring. Life would get boring. And so that's what adds that element of excitement to life. It's the unpredictability, you know. This is the same concept that I think applies to the practice of of improving your self-confidence, which is a later topic that I'm going to cover because that's another thing I've been working on. Um, Just to touch on that on a later date, I will be doing a podcast about how to improve your self-confidence and your own mental image. But again, you know, if you're feeling confident one day, you might not feel the next, uh, the same the next day. And don't let that um, discourage you because like I said, nothing is linear, linear. So I'll touch on that on a later date, but you know, the same concept applies to a lot of different things. Anyway, now that my mini rant is over with, I'm back on track. Um, that leads me into my next point that I have jotted down here is another mantra that has helped me get through, especially the beginning of the COVID stuff through the, the dark days is um, a piece of advice that I saw online. And it goes like this, switch from why this is happening to me to what this is trying to teach me. And this held a lot of value to me personally. Um, you know, if you re- dive into that, it, it can give you some, some great advice. Um, I think if you focus on what this is trying to say, it'll help you switch and look at it from an outside perspective. Um, instead of thinking, why me, why me? It helps you avoid that victim complex and get out of um, you being the victim and it's all happening to you uh, to see the light in it. You know, you can look at the positives. What is this situation trying to teach me? And that'll give you some really great points of where you can focus your efforts and what you might need to improve and grow upon um, and go from there. For example, at the very beginning of COVID, um, I was 23, I believe I'm 25 now. Um, A big thing that made me really depressed on what was happening was why is this happening to me right now? You know, right in the middle of my twenties, it's ruining my life. It's, it's all me, all me. Um, and this is something that was really got me down and out. And I would think about it on a daily basis, you know, I can't go out and enjoy things as much as I could. And I felt like I was wasting my life. And the uh, irony in that is if you get stuck in that loop of thinking, you're going to be wasting your own life. And that's, that's what exactly is going to be wasting your life. Whereas I could have been getting out there to make the most of the situation. And so recently I've been really, you know, trying to focus on that and, and figure out what this is trying to teach me. And that kind of touches on the age old concept that hard times build strong people. And that's really what I stumbled upon and and what I've been um, emphasizing on. Uh, You know, not every time is going to be perfect. If you look back in history, there's been a lot of ups and downs, the great depression, uh, the 08 uh, housing crisis in the United States, you can't avoid it. That's just life. You can't just think everything's going to be perfect all the time. And so 
Um, I personally think that's what it was trying to teach me is I can come out of this thing stronger and more knowledgeable than before. Um, and first and foremost, with a better, um, with better mental strength and a, a better mental health. This then helped me develop an actionable task, which was starting journaling. And so one way to cope with uh, my previous statement is journaling and helped put it to paper. And this is something I touched on in my previous podcast. Um, and I you know there's lots of structures of how you can go about this. It's It feels kind of weird at first. It's almost like you're writing a diary, but you don't start a dear diary or anything like that. Um, it's really you just laying out simple facts, but you writing it out helps bring stuff to light. Um, and so I would start journaling what I'm grateful for, but you also focus on and writing down what makes you uncomfortable, bring those to light and, and put a definition on those fears. And so that'll allow you to know they're there and then, you know, subconsciously overcome that on the other side of things. Also make sure you write down what makes me perfect and so that way you help improve your mental image. You know, you, you have bad sides, but you also have really good attributes as well. And so I would journal what I'm grateful for, what makes me uncomfortable, and what makes me perfect. And that's something I try to do every day. It's I get lazy sometimes and I miss a day or two. But just one of those things, it's a good way to start your day and puts you in the right attitude to you know, tackle the world and get out there and you know, have the right mental attitude. So just to give a quick example, um, it's something that I called daily affirmations. Uh, one of my entries here uh, earlier in the year was uh, one thing positive about me. I love my current job and position in life and my health. I feel strong and I can take on anything. I'm uncomfortable because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life in the long run. And it's the unknown. That's what scares me. On the other side of things, uh, just to emphasize that. I wrote down I am perfect because I ha I know I have the work ethic and drive to get me anywhere I choose and desire in life. So you can see it's almost like a conversation with yourself. It's acknowledging your fears, but it's backing up how you can maybe tackle those fears or you know the next actionable piece that you can do to to overcome that. And that's just a small picture of one of the things that I do try to do on a day-to-day. -day. It's more of a daily routine of mine. Uh, and that leads me into my final point here of a long list. i got to cut it off somewhere. Um, and that is to surround yourself with people who up uplift you. Obviously, that can be a little difficult. In the workplace, you don't always get necessarily get to choose who you're around, especially with family and stuff as well. But you have to learn how to block out what they're saying almost to you know let's hear what they're saying but don't let it uh, affect your mindset um, and when you do have the ability to choose who you're around surround yourself with people who bring you up and make you feel good um, you know there's a big thing on energy and um, you know just being around someone who isn't on the same wavelength as you can really bring you down and so that includes friends it's a tough scenario but sometimes you do have to let friends go if things change or if they're not matching where you need to be in life. Sounds kind of harsh and I don't mean to, uh, I don't mean you should just dump them off, but you know, just adjust accordingly. Speaking of surrounding yourself with people who uplift you, that also applies to media. Um, I forgot to touch on this earlier, but my main, main, main thing is less news. 
I know a lot of people think it's amazing to stay informed with global events, and I guess it is still good. It's not something that I personally choose to do, but a lot of news is fear-mongering, and they target things to make you scared, um, you know, especially a lot of the, the mainstream media. Um, so I think it's really important to limit your exposure to that. Me, I personally disabled all the news on my phone and my computer. It's almost scary how unavoidable it is. You know, you click, you, slide, you swipe too far to the left on your phone and you have a headline about, you know, the world's ending or so many people died or something. It's just negative stuff I don't need in my life. And so I recommend limiting your exposure to news and media, stuff that isn't so necessary to know. Um, I think that really, really puts people in a position of fear-mongering and becoming over-paranoid and blowing things out of proportion if it's all you focus on. And on that note, that concludes everything that I have to uh, contribute to this matter. Uh, that's everything that I do personally, the main aspects at least. Like I said, I have a lot of other things I practice as well, which I'll mention at a later date. But those are the big things in my life. So take what you will out of that. Um, like I said, it's not going to apply to everybody's life, but I think that's a really good place to start. And it's an ongoing struggle. Go easy on yourself. Have your feelings. Sometimes you won't be able to work past it, and that's just life. But do the best you can, and that's going to be amazing. So just to recap everything I said, um, you know, focus on a couple mantras to repeat on a daily basis if possible. Don't play a victim role. Figure out what the situation is trying to teach you. Understand that nothing is linear or permanent. You will have highs and lows, and to take it day by day. Uh, journal what you're grateful for, what makes you amazing, what makes you feel not so good. Lastly, would be to surround yourself with people who improve your life and uh, bring you up positively in terms of uh, your energy, your personality, your aspirations, all that sort of stuff. And that's all the time I have. Once again, thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm going to post this up late Sunday. I will try to post up every Sunday. That's going to be part of the schedule is a weekly upload, create a consistent schedule every week. And just stay tuned. Watch out for my previous podcast. Watch through those and um, take what you can out of those. This has been a series of self-improvement. Thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.